Hey there, whatever you are, Uncle Fleabottle here to remind you that Cynical Schlock was created for adult audiences only. Some of the movies we review and discuss may have offensive or outdated language and themes that may not be suitable for younger audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Oh yeah, and if you don't want the movie spoiled, go watch the movie first. JJ's birthday episode. Okay, everybody, it's clown time. No, 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 no. All right, that's enough of that. Yep. And we're copyrighted. <laughs> How's everyone doing? It's been a couple weeks. Well, I'm very excited to be here. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. we are recording. This is I, no, I've been looking forward to this all week. Somebody else want to do the intro this week? Um, it's Welcome to Cynical Schlock, where we make our friends watch bad movies. Sort of. Improv that shit. I always mm-hmm. feel like I just miss a word somewhere. <laughs> I always feel like I miss a word, too. Oh, shit. Doctor Who referenced this in Doctor Who The Happiness Patrol Part 1 in 1988. What? And then in another episode, the film inspired a four-part serial for Doctor Who. Doctor Who and the Greatest Show in the Gal the Greatest Show in the Galaxy Part <clears throat> One. I'm gonna have to get my own HBO subscription so I can start watching Doctor Who episodes without fucking up where me and Azar, which is like <laughs> episode eight. Disney's gonna have uh, Disney's gonna have the new season and specials. Disney has Doctor Who. It's going to. They're gonna be the distributor for the United States. Disney has mm, everything. I don't know if I want Disney's. Pause on my already tainted. They're not. They're not making cannon. anything. They're just distribu- distributing it. Yeah. Still bad. Yeah. It's, it's just like finding out that Nestle bought cat food. It's like, listen, I understand that they're probably not actually going to change anything about the cat food. Oh, they like, are. Right. I don't know. Did you know that this Gratuous. movie was referenced in Nightmare Before Christmas? No. What? Hold up for real. I have watched that movie a bunch of times. What have I missed? If you go to, on IMDb, you go to the Connections page. So there's followed by The Return of the Killer Clowns from Outer Space in 3D. Which, what is that? That was the original plan sequel. After 30 years, Steven Chiodo is the director. Oh, please tell me. Two circus performers who were stranded in the mountains. Mountain Town Akismet. The new clowns invade their car. When their car breaks down, the two have to save the world from... What the fuck? This is the first sequel in three decades. When did it come out? It, uh, I'm not... Based on I'm going to go with that this never actually was made. There's no... Ca- mm-hmm. Mike Tobacco, Grant Kramer. Yeah, he's the only one in it that's listed as a cast member. Is old Mike Tobacco. Such a horrible character name. I mean, he was what he was. <laughs> I have him down as Dick in my notes. Dick Van Mike. Dick Van Mike. Yeah, he was kind of a dick. 
Uh, yeah, because, like, he's just, like, completely ignoring what she wants to do. Is the moment that they go from, like, he enters as, like, hot male and hot female, and then he becomes dick the second she's, like, I don't want to go in there. And he's, like, well, you can either go in there with me or be alone in the woods. And I'm, like, dick. Welcome to Cynical Shock, where we seek out the worst movies we can find and force our friends to watch them. I'm Aster Graves, here with Joey Von Otto. Hey, how's it going? JJ Garcia. Hello. And our night owl. Howdy. Today... We watched one of my favorite movies. What movie did we watch? <laughs> Killer Clowns from Outer Space. With a K. Oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> uh, this one is is great. I love this one, start to finish. Yeah, this is one movie that I think that all of us have seen multiple times, and we just kind of had, had to watch it, especially on a day like today. Mm-hmm. I personally haven't watched it fully since uh, the 17-year-old I had a crush on introduced me to it at 14. Classic teenage shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then I would try to put it on for the people, like, hey, check out this cool movie. And we'd get, like, five minutes in and be like, nope, I don't want to watch this. Uh, Let's go do literally anything else. And I'd be like, fuck. Well, those people have bad taste. Yeah, they do. Because if you don't get sucked in by that intro song, then I don't know what's wrong with you. Uh, That intro song is fucking dope. This won't even be the last time I watch this movie in, like, this year. (laughs) (laughs) Guaranteed there's going to be two more times I'm just going to pop this on. Well, it is the beginning of January, so that makes sense. I'm pretty sure we watched it, like, three or four months ago. Probably. (laughs) We probably did. I think I put it on to go to sleep, too, not too long ago. I'm going to put it on to do dishes. (laughs) If if you don't really care, you can go and do things. Or if you've seen it a billion yeah, times. You yeah, know, but like, it's always entertaining to watch. I always love watching this movie. It keeps you sat down the first time you watch it. Like It, yeah. it yeah. really does draw you in. Um, you do like the plot, even though I will say it's fuzzy yeah, at first. It's, it's not great at the plot, but it's good well, at everything else. It's really self-aware of itself <laughs> because like the directors and the producers and everything, those are all, they're all... So, uh, special effects guys and that's really all they were doing in this movie is like how much special effects can we get away with in this movie and most of that stuff was handmade so and that stuff was awesome but, yeah, yeah. there's really set designs job. in this movie the costumes Great. amazing the masks were molded using random spheres triangles and square shapes that they got at like a craft store if i remember correctly yeah it's they they did a great job um the the, the sound effects were good and then the Dickies wrote their opening soundtrack. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. The the second I even realized that's what was going on, I added that to my playlist too fast. I went ahead and threw the entire album on a different playlist. And you really do need the Dickies opening because as much as I love this movie, I mean, literally the credits are just like, here's a starry sky name. Well, and they're all the same names. <laughs> it's all the Chiodos. <laughs> Edward Chiodo. A different Chiodo. Yep. So those that don't know, the Chiodos are known for a lot of, like I was saying, special effects stuff. They've been uh, known for Team America World Police. They did uh, Elf. Uh, I think it was like the opening sequence. Like that, I think they, they did the Rankin Pee-wee Bass. As well. yeah, they did stuff for Pee Wee. Did they do the Rankin Bass scene for uh, Elf? Uh, don't like the, the beginning where yes. it's like the old Christmas specials? Yeah, they did the claymations. Mm-hmm. And they also did claymations and special effects for five separate Simpsons Christmas specials. Or not Christmas, sorry, horror specials, I think. And, and it really shows. Like, this movie was bad, but it was aware <laughs> that it was going to be bad. It was but supposed all the special, to be a B movie. special effects were fantastic. Yeah. 
And then we have Jumbo on the wall here in Studio 8. Yeah, so. we have it's, yeah, right behind me. Hello, Jumbo. <laughs> There's his face just looking down on us. Yep, that's who I went as for Halloween last year. Wasn't there a clown epidemic last year? No, that was a couple of years ago when There's, the new It movie came out. Isn't there oh. always a clown epidemic? <laughs> yes. So uh, this movie opens uh, at kind of in the city, but it's just sort of panning through the city. And then really it, it opens at uh, make the, out make out the point. top of the world. Isn't that what they called it or something like yeah, that? Yeah, the name of their make out point is called top of the world. And we see and all these teenagers making out and whatnot in cars stacked right next to each other. <laughs> Christopher Titus. Yes, a yep. very young Christopher Titus. He has um, about... 30 seconds worth of time in this beginning of this movie. I doubt that's how much time he got. It's not even that much. But. <laughs> he drinks a beer in public that's labeled beer. Beer. Beer, beer, beer brand, brand beer. beer. Yeah, that's my favorite beer. That's, that's, that's a very famous brand. <laughs> uh, so we meet our main characters, Mike and Debbie, in the back of his, I don't know, what is that, a station wagon? A sedan? I don't know what that is. But he's got her in a blow-up raft in the back of his car, which... Is kind of genius. I, I specifically like the blow-up raft. And then somebody uh, was like, oh, you could just use an air mattress. And it's like, no, you have to have the divot. Yeah. Yep. yep. Forces you to get closer to the person who clearly did not know they were going to make out point. <laughs> this is when they see the comet, right? Yeah, the uh, shooting star. Yeah, Haley's comet. <laughs> yes. And we meet uh, old man Mc- I think it's like was it McCree? Reno Green. McCready was wasn't that fucking. I just have McCready was Christopher Titus's character. Was it? I believe so. Yeah, oh, I was okay. gonna, McCready was in a different movie we were watching. What was that? Was it uh, Gremlins or whatever? What it, no, we didn't watch Gremlins. Uh, it's like you Hob watched Gremlins. Hobgoblins yeah. wasn't that his name? Was McCready? No, I think that's just what you kept calling him. McCready. McCready was his name. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we have the old man. And his, his bloodhound, Pooh Bear. <laughs> I'm <laughs> glad that you clarified because Pooh. Yeah. His bloodhound, Pooh. Yeah. Well, if we didn't have the subtitles on, like, we wouldn't have really known that that's what he was. <laughs> I just kept going, oh, Pooh. Pooh, Pooh. Hey, Pooh, Pooh. Come here, Pooh, Pooh. Oh, Pooh, Pooh. Like, what? <laughs> what a sad name for a dog. <laughs> Why do you think the dog ran off? Mm-hmm. Ran off? He got caught in a net. Yeah, <laughs> it voluntarily got caught in a net. It was like, yeah, fuck blood it, I can run. It was a bloodhound, and it had no idea that someone was standing above it. No instincts whatsoever. Nope. Did not even care. Looked him in the eye and went, take me. Take mm-hmm. me now. Oh, you have a net? I'd get in that. You don't understand. This man has been talking to me for 24 so, hours straight. <laughs> yeah, the old man and his dog find the circus tent in the woods, because they go looking for the shooting star also. And that's where, <laughs> that's where Pooh gets nabbed by the clowns. Yeah, and that's when we get our first sight of the clowns as well. And he's just way too happy about this entire experience, by the way. The second the old man sees a circus tent in the middle of the woods on his property, he doesn't think, damn, these circus people just barged in. He doesn't think, oh, that's really fucking weird. There's no tracks. He just goes, well, I love the circus. Let's go to the circus. Well, this How the is hell also, do I get inside? This is also the guy that saw it and was like, that's Haley's Comet. It landed in my backyard. I'm going to be rich. Right. There's going to be thousands Grabs of people Grabs a here. shovel. 
I love the first thing he goes, there's going to be thousands of people here. They're going to have hot dogs. (laughs) (laughs) He was so excited. And tacos. Yep, tacos. He's just a hungry old man in the woods, that's all. He just needed a friend. He did search for the ticket booth, though, which implies that this man left the house with his wallet. I mean, who knows? Maybe he was going to be like, hey, you're in my backyard. Let me in. Yeah, I mean, that would work, too, I would assume. We get the classic, like, sneaking shadow thing from, like, that old trope. Yeah, from the tent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the clown sneaking up behind him. And then the clown just opens a hole randomly in the side of the tent and sticks a net out and catches the dog. They have cartoon powers. That is the best way I could describe their they're, abilities. They're paradox creatures, dude. They really are. They're clowns from outer space. Yeah, there are no, I mean, there are no rules. They to can what do they what can clowns do. can do, but better. But from outer space. <laughs> but from space. So... <laughs> After the uh, dog gets nabbed, the old man goes kind of wild and tries to take down the whole damn thing. Yeah, he tries to punch a tent. Right. Which would have been... horrible form, by the way. (laughs) Has no effect. breaks his wrist. Uh, But yeah, because it's metal and not a tent, he, you know, starts whining and holding his hand and... And then he gets electrocuted. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like like we're watching the movie as we go. (laughs) Such details. Well, I mean, this is a very simple scene to remember, anyway. And oh yeah. So yeah, he gets electrocuted, and that's when we really get the very a good glimpse of Jumbo. Jumbo. We get mm-hmm. full clown. We get full clown. That's right. Jumbo's not fucking around. He's just like, oh, there you are, and points the cotton candy gun at him and shoots him immediately. Everyone else in this movie fucks with their prey. They're mm-hmm. like, oh, you know. You're going to die anyway. I'm going to do a puppet show, or I'm going to do, you know, this other thing. you got to captivate. Jumbo doesn't fuck around. He's like, fuck you. Bam. He's like, hello, goodbye. The other ones are like, hey, you want to Jumbo wants his food. Mm -hmm. Isn't Jumbo the one who, like, later in the movie goes in um, while uh, entire thought left my brain? No, but, like, there's a moment where the characters are hiding and, like, a clown comes in to, like, stick the worst straw in the world in. Oh, that was... Yeah, um, that wasn't... That wasn't Jumbo. That was Fatso, I think. Damn. Isn't that what its name is? What, the straw? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was Fatso. Fatso. Yeah, yeah. I also love that they all have names, but we don't get told any of their names in the movie. Right, we had to delve for it. Yeah. It's like a cult secret. Cult classic secret. <laughs> guessing at names, I had no idea. So once we're done with the old man, we get to meet Mooney for the first time, and he is a dick. <laughs> he really is. It's immediately established that All he is a dick. Like, Mooney's the bad guy of the movie. <laughs> Even though the clowns the are The clowns are eating people, but Mooney's the Mooney's bad guy. Mooney's the reason why everything goes fucking downhill so quickly. If Mooney just did his job, it could have been resolved earlier. But no. (laughs) So Mooney has some vendetta against the town, I guess, because of college kids. It's very vague. He's supposed to be the, like, senile old man that's tired and fed up with everybody's bullshit. Get off my lawn. Yeah, get off my lawn. You know, Gran Torino, Clint Eastwood type. Yeah, but it's like bullshit. extreme. Yeah, it's a it's over the top. It very much is over the top. But he's a fun character, in my opinion. <laughs> he is a fun character, but he's a dick. Like, and he's he's good at it. 
Um, and then poor innocent Dave. Dave. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. He's wasn't Dave the other cop? Yeah, he's supposed to be our hero. I think he he definitely doesn't agree with Mooney on how to handle a lot of things. That's for sure. Well, I mean, he's pretty much you know don't beat up people you arrest. Just arrest them and book them. Right. Don't beat them. He's like don't. He's trying to be the voice of reason there, but. <laughs> Like, why is this necessary, Mooney? Why do you have to beat the shit out of people? <laughs> exactly. So the clown's names were Jumbo, Fatso, Shorty, Rudy, Spiky, Slim, Bibbo, Chubby, Joe, uh, Magori, Talls, Storefront, Frank, Boko, female killer clowns, which are Rosebud <laughs> and Daisy. Wow. Oh, okay. Uh, and then baby killer clowns, which don't have actual names. <laughs> you got to... Which are just popcorn babies. Yeah. There's one named Danny. Baby killer clones could be misconstrued as something completely different. <laughs> There's one named Frank. There's one named Joe. There's a lot of them. Those are the ones mm-hmm. who are totally going to come back and open an Italian food stand. There's Rudy. Rudy. Um, okay, so Frank, Boko. Oh, and Clownzilla, which is uh, Jojo. Jojo yeah. the killer. Uh, Jojo the... Clownzilla. Uh, my favorite is definitely Shorty. Absolutely. And uh, I think that he has the best uh, kill also. Um, I mean, I'm going to have to say mine's favorite. my favorite's Jumbo. It's always been Jumbo. Um, however, based on this list, I never knew this other clown's name, and it's one of my favorite ones out of it. It's the one with the yellow mohawk mm-hmm. with the yeah. yellow suit. Mm-hmm. Uh, its name's Bibbo. Bibbo. Uh, I didn't know that one's name. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I didn't have a favorite. I so think I just appreciated the art from all. There was of them. Chubby and Fatso. Yeah, so I think Chubby. Okay, the one with so the straw. Chubby's the one with the straw based on this list mm-hmm. here. Okay, because I was going to say Fatso later doesn't look the same as he did in that other scene. Fatso is the one that gave the woman the Valentine's Day card and then oh, killed okay. her. Yeah, with the oh, honey, is this for me? And right. Then she turns around and he shoots her off screen. I. Would definitely explore this spaceship if I wandered into it because the set design is amazing and whimsical. What did he say? It's like it's decorated by Clowns R Us. Yep. <laughs> um, I love that. Like most of it was actual like set and shit like that, and then they go into one room and it's just a painting. It's just a matte painting that they superimposed them into in the background. Mm-hmm. I thought it was hilarious, and it, it looked like a. The back of a Spencer's Gifts to me. Yeah, because it has that electricity ball thing. <laughs> <laughs> the, the people, their costumes designs really suck. Debbie always wears beige. <laughs> and all of her clothes were, like, too big for her. Yes. Too big for her and and just boring and beige. And the, I guess that's contrasting the clowns, which are super bright and... Colorful. Colorful. What is that sweater that he's wearing? That fucking, what is this, Mike? Oh, no, isn't she wearing that sweater later? He looks like he's going to be on fucking Star Trek and fucking Wesley Crusher. But I love... Tubes. I love... his mom dress him, too? The cocoon hanger. Um, I love... I love love the popcorn machine and the popcorn gun. What was it you said? How much the did they spend on it? The cost them $7,000, and they used it in two scenes. Wow. I thought you said three. 
No, three thousand dollars. Shit, seven thousand yeah. dollars. Three thousand dollars was the cost to fix one of the cars that they rented for a scene and then proceeded to mess up. Oh, the cotton candy car. Yeah. That's insane. Imagine having to pay in fucking nineteen eighty eight three thousand dollars to clean a car. Insolvents. Just fucking buy a new car. Yeah. <laughs> right. They fucked up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh you get the destruction of the general store by which clown was that? Rudy. Was it Rudy? I believe that was Rudy. Which I thought was hilarious. Like he yes. winds up putting a pile of, of like vitamins and all of that shit on the counter. What is like what is he gonna do with all of that? <laughs> Whatever is he gonna the pay fuck for he it? wants. <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> this is what humans do. They get things and they put them on the counter. Meanwhile you see at least two cocoons on the floor. So he's in there fucking people up and like all of the, the shit in the store is on the floor. I can only assume that he not took on not only took out the cashier guy, but also whoever was poor, sad soul on their fucking employee break. Oh, man. Can you imagine eating your fucking hot ramen that you paid way too much for in the back and then some fucking clown comes in? <laughs> just cocoons you. And you're just like, God damn it. I'm, I'm sorry. I paid enough for this. But at what point does the manager just not fuck off? Like, he just stood there's there a clown like- walking around turning people into cocoons. Exactly. And he's just standing there. It's that great American work, work ethic. I thought we Fuck didn't that. see the cocoons until after the cashier had screamed his last final scream on the phone with McMooney. If you if no, you pay attention, it, you can see some on. It past them, and there's a couple mm-hmm. on the floor. Oh, my God. <laughs> yep. As they're, like, pulling shit off the shelves and everything. Can you imagine walking in as a customer, like, oh, damn, I need to get, like, fucking face powder before we go out tonight. Let's just walk into the convenience store. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm sorry. If I walk in and there's a clown, I'm leaving. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, a clown, down the road. clown, fine. That clown? I'm getting the fuck out of there. You got to fucking, like, your head looks like it's made out of spray foam. That expanding spray foam. No. So... Were they not supposed to look like normal clowns? Because people treated them like normal clowns. They'd be like, oh, this is just a clown. I mean, I guess. Instead of, oh, in, this is a monster. They were all like, oh, that's a double checks it clown. Well, and I always thought that this was like on Halloween, which is so they'd like blend it in more. But um, it, no. it is not. It is just a it's Friday just, night yep. in whatever town this is. I can't remember the name of it. But like... Mooney acts like this is going to be the apocalypse because he's like, it's another Friday night and people are, are, you know, gearing up out there or whatever. Well, they hit, they hit, uh, the one with the Mohawk, fucking Bibbo with the car and we get one of the best fucking special effects in this movie that up close to his face, you see his teeth teeth and everything and his gums and everything. Mm -hmm. It looked great, but I noticed right before that. There was a ki- there was a kill that I would say that probably nobody would count, but the balloon the, animal. the balloon I animal dog agree. Oh. They ran it over with the car. No, yeah, I saw that too, and I thought that that should should count it as a kill too. Because they they're chasing them, and they have the balloon animal dog, and they back up the car, hit the two clowns, and then it shows the balloon animal dog, and then the car hits it. And you can actually see one of the balloons on the ground. Like it's, oh my god, <laughs> it's carnage. It's so, so fucked up, and it's just a balloon. The balloon animal dog comes into play because with the popcorn gun, it it stuck popcorn to their clothes, 
And then they use, they, they did this cute little scene where they, you know, make a balloon animal and it's a little dog. And then he goes chasing after him. He's like their, their bloodhound. <laughs> the essence of poo. And then they got ran poo. over. That was poo reincarnated. That's right. That's that right. was their bloodhound. Assimilated. It worked. <laughs> so there's a scene here in a little bit where they're going down the street just fucking murdering everybody left and right. And there's a clown that turns around when one guy comes out from under the one car and runs away. He, the clown turns around and he has uh, rainbow colored hair. That, yeah. That's Joe. That's the clown that I said his name was Joe. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've never had a deeper appreciation for um, clown couture. Right. After this movie. <laughs> like I'm, the, I'm starting the fabric to they had to be buying in bulk. I'm starting to understand clown TikTok. <laughs> oh no oh god you know it took me at least two cut buys to the uh cashier destruction scene to realize that that was not in fact two clowns outside the store but in fact one cloud mimicking a fucking animatronic <laughs> <laughs> like a gorilla animatronic i was like i guess they have a clown that's just a fucking ape costume fair enough yeah <laughs> so um Mike and Debbie go to the police station and warn Dave about what's going on. And Dave immediately is like, okay. Because, like, who can blame him? Who would believe killer clowns from outer space? He's like, I gotta get you home. You're drunk. Yeah. Had something else. Um, I love that you came to the police station. At least you feel safe. But sit down, talk through it, and then I'm going to take you home for sure. And I love how there's no mention that it's her ex-boyfriend until they get back in his cruiser to take her home. Yeah. Once Dick is uh, safely locked in the backseat. Right. <laughs> just because we dated does not mean that you have any say over my safety and you just have Dick makes- in the back like... Which makes the ending of this movie completely (laughs) strange. And they brought it up in the kill count that we watched. And we also brought it up before we watched the kill count when we Mm -hmm. were talking. Is why the fuck was he rubbing all over her at the end? Sniffing her hair. If he wasn't with her at any point in the movie... Well, they and escaped the ship the second yeah. time together. I mean, well, and Mike was totally okay with it. He was just like, bombing. whatever. And that's, that's <laughs> me and, me and uh, Owl said, uh, oh, it's like some Poly. kind of polycule. Yep. That's good. I mean, maybe not even a polycule, but they're all going to have a real good time tonight and relieving some stress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're going to start having a suspicious number of pineapple-related objects in our house. Clown sex. <laughs> Pineapples and balloons. Uh, so um, we get a scene at one point. Let me rub the balloon on your feet. No, my God. <laughs> no. I'm going to pop it. I'm going to pop it on your butt. So anyway, it's while they're at the police station, um, Mr. <laughs> McOld Mooney comes in, the uh, most dickish police officer of them all. And I've met God. some police station Mooney speaking. Yeah, so he comes in and hears the thing, nonsense about the clowns, m- makes a couple of cracks about the uh, college idiots in the town again <laughs> before Dave takes Debbie home and Mike still in the back of the police car to go investigate the, the scene of the crime. Yep. And then Mooney just makes things worse because the phone calls start coming in. 
And he just ignores them, and he's, like, yelling at people on the phone. He's like, oh, not you, too, you fucking idiot. Fuck you. I refuse to skim over the fact that this man was straight up taking shots at work, too. He was. Um, Like, they left, and he pulled out, like, what can only be either whiskey or rum. It was Jack Daniels. Poured a shot. It had to be Jack Daniels. It was Jack Daniels. It was Jack. Poured a shot, takes it, and then sticks back down. And you could tell that was not the first time he'd done that that (laughs) night. I'm pretty sure that the actor was just hiding a bottle of alcohol up there, practicing his lines. And in between takes, and they still had the camera on, and they're like, "This is better than what we got in the take." Now you're a drunk. Now the character is a drunk. Congratulations. Method acting. <laughs> Method acting. That's what oh I said. god. No. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the phone calls are where we get the sample from in the ICP song that I can't remember the name of. But that's where I first learned about Killer Clowns was from that the sample. Staleness. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say. <laughs> Uh, I have not very many fears, but one fear is like sock puppets and shit like that. It's, <laughs> it's very mild. It's not fucking horrible. But this this scene where they have the, the puppet show and everything, when I was younger, scared the ever-loving shit out of me. <gasps> I thought it was so cute. <laughs> it is so cute, but <laughs> yeah, as an adult, seeing that scene is completely different than as a child. Yeah, I like that when the puppet turned around, it had a different facial expression. Yep, she was angry. Yeah, she was like, "Now I'm going to kill you." Mm-hmm. And the person watching it's like, "This is a really interactive puppet show." <laughs> <laughs> Nobody has self-preservation in this yeah, city. The dude's just town. standing there. Nobody laughing. owns a gun in this city. It's a country a town, and no one has a gun. Not even the farmer. The cop had a gun. He had two guns. That's right. Yeah, but he really didn't it, fucking use them. He didn't bring any ammo. He was like, "I loaded it, and I guess that's enough." Well, time to go. He's like, "I know the way to kill them is by shooting them in the nose, but I'm only going to bring five bullets." And he's a dick for not telling other people that information. I also yes. have that down. Like, what? They're, like, running away from clowns, and he's like, oh, you know, just, there's killer clowns on the loose, and then they're left alone to fight them, and he's like, never thinks to go, hit the nose. Yeah, By the way, the he never said it out loud. Never once does no. he acknowledge it. He doesn't also do it in front of anyone at all, so there's no way of anyone after it to know how to do He does them tell them at one point, actually. He does, does he? say it one time, and it's very subtle because they're, like, running. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know? when he turns around and oh. shoots two of them, when he kills yeah. Fatso and he kills another one. Yep. I was angry at him, like, the whole movie. I missed that <laughs> <laughs> Al just did not like uh, Mike. All I didn't bastards. like him either. To be honest, how can you trust this guy? He was in the front seat of this cop car with his ex-girlfriend, with her boyfriend in the back, and he's like, you know how I feel about you. What the fuck, dude? Position of power? And then drops off the girlfriend and takes this dude out to the woods. Right. Mm -hmm. And then handcuffs him in the woods. Yep. All right, there's no dead bodies out here. You're officially an asshole, and I am on the side of Mooney. You are playing a prank on me. And the dude's like, what the fuck? (laughs) I really am curious how long he was in handcuffs, because they were, like, in the middle of the woods, which they had walked to Mm -hmm. at the beginning. I think I pulled away there for a second, which they had walked to at the beginning from their car. But they drove there at this point, like from the middle of the woods. So where the fuck were they? So how long was he in handcuffs? Five minutes? Probably 30 minutes? 20 minutes? Yeah, I don't know. It it had to be a while, though, because he put him in handcuffs in the woods, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. And then they drove back to town. Mm-hmm. Talk about shitty. What, what it, just be like, all right, you're going to get in my cop car anyway. I don't need to put you in handcuffs. They didn't drive back to what town. What are you going to do, They drove Ron? back to make out point where right. they discovered cars that had clearly like been the scenes of murders. And that's mm-hmm. when the Dave was like, oh, all right, maybe I overreacted um, because I hate you. And I'll take you out of handcuffs now. Let's focus on the killer clowns. Yeah. So Manny convinces himself in the midst of his drinking that, in fact, the entire town would band together with the college kids and pull a massive shitstorm phone call prank where they scream and cry into the phones. Then there would actually be any clowns murdering people in his town. Right. It makes much more sense for the entire town to be on a prank than it does for any of these number of calls to be an actual emergency. It's a citywide (laughs) conspiracy against Mooney. Right. Mm-hmm. Mooney would definitely be a Trumplican. What a fucking <laughs> ego on this motherfucker. Yeah. He's like, everyone is out to get me. So it keeps cutting between Paranoia. like different clown murder scenes and Mooney for a hot second. And then eventually as Mooney's pacing around being really pissed at himself, a clown does in fact come into the police station. Jumbo shows Jumbo. up. Jumbo. Jumbo shows up and then allows Mooney to arrest him. Kind of. Does, he he, fucks he does with the him. fucking... Yeah. I like, love it. Takes his hands out of the cuffs and shit. Well, he removes he his, his hands. hands. His hands come off. Also, his little shuffle into the room. I just, I just love his little, little shuffle. Penguin. shuffle. Mm-hmm. Little penguin waddle. Yep. Um, so yeah, he has the uh, the false hands come off, and Mooney's like, "You son of a bitch." <laughs> he just walks to the cell, but yeah, then like Jumbo's, he knows where he's going. Jumbo's like, "Ha ha, fucking with you!" While his hands are still behind his back, yeah, he holds him behind his back the entire and time. Does he goes, his little Put your hands up, and he has no. He puts his hands up, and he has no hands. And Mooney at first is like shocked, and then you know the hands come out of the sleeves, and then Mooney's like, "Oh, okay." I'm like, oh. "What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> what is in that alcohol you're drinking?" <laughs> Clearly. Something. I don't think that's an alcohol problem. Mooney. I think that's a, a genetic problem. I think he's yeah, on fucking true. LSD. That could be what it is. Yeah, that'll do it. But uh, yeah, so Jumbo walks himself into the jail cell, no problem. At at gunpoint by Mooney at this point. <laughs> he joins the two punks that we had seen earlier in the movie, but here in the podcast have not discussed. Oh, shoot, yeah. Oh, yeah, the poor little punks. Oh, that's yeah. how we establish that Mooney's a dick. Yeah, one guy that looks like Morrissey without a pompadour. And our uh, mixed with our ex roommate. Yeah, he. Those are the two that Mooney was like beating up in the, earlier in the movie. Yeah, just right. straight up when we established that he was a dick face. Uh, <laughs> so Jumbo walks in there with the two punks, and, uh, and then Mo- he, he blows one of those things. Uh, yep. I don't even know what they're called. Noisemakers. Like, yeah, sure, but it's like a paper thing that yeah, unrolls. That's what they're called. Yeah. They're called it's just noisemakers. Called a noisemaker. Yep. That's- Party noisemaker. Stupid. Toot, toot, give it toot. A, I bet it has a real name. I don't um, want to look it up, but I bet it has a real name. Probably. If you know the real name, please let us know on Facebook or Twitter or Google+. Plus. It's, oh you God. can also uh, like yell it out into your backyard. Yeah, we night. will hear. Yeah, out, Night Owl will, will catch up on that. You can't do it uh, after the hours of like 6 a.m. I won't be awake anymore. That's true. We have to record these in the dead of night. It, it's precarious. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, anyway, he blows the noisemaker, which doesn't actually make any noise, but does grab makes a hand. Mooney by the neck and, and slams him slam. into the bars of the jail cell. Which, in my opinion, isn't Mooney's death. I think that Mooney actually dies when they go, when they come, uh, what's his name? 
Dave and Mike. Mike and is Dave. That, is yeah. that what their names are? When they come back into the police station and they have Mooney there as the puppet, like he had said earlier, you're not going to make a dummy out of me. Well, the clown makes a dummy out of him. Foreshadowing. But at the end of that scene, he rips Mooney's spine out. Like, it's part of his spine, and I think that's when he actually died. No, he just pulls his hand out and shakes the goop off. There's nothing in his hand. Yeah, it looked, Oh, okay, maybe. Yeah. His hand was empty, he was just bleep. Yeah, and okay. you hear it go sploosh. Okay, it's, it it's looked gross. like, to me, like he was holding on to something. Yeah. But, I mean, even then. I did love how they used his body to talk. Mm-hmm. To yeah, that was though. very, like, um, jigsaw to well, me. It was very alien scene mm-hmm. to me. And you also learned that while... Uh, Mooney is busy being fairly murdered. Honestly, I agreed with that murder. I all of them. Yeah, no, he um, deserved it. Yeah. Most you justified. Get, you, you snap back a couple of times to Debbie, who gets dropped off after dumping <clears throat> the bomb that she's been chilling with her ex. Taking the fucking and she's like, yep, I'm going to take a shower. And she strips everything off yeah. in her bathroom, doesn't worry about the popcorn, and puts it in the hamper, proceeding to like just spread popcorn. Sentient popcorn just falls all over her tile. I loved the popcorn. Um, I don't know how it got into her medicine cabinet, but <laughs> yeah, it like squirmed it, away. It from squirmed the away. So when she took off her clothes, yeah, it showed that it dropped to the floor yeah, it was and then inching. It I saw it away. inching along the floor, but that's a long travel. I guess she did take the world's longest sho- shower. Yeah, yeah, she showered I the mean, entire one of them time. got into the toilet. That's true. That it took to murder Mooney, two punks, and the time that it took for Dave and Mike to find and run into Mike's best friends, the Ice Cream Bros, who we have not yet quite touched on. We oh, haven't. yeah. They've been there the entire time. The entire oh, yeah. Time. They've just been there lurking around trying to so sell weird. ice cream to horny people and get bitches. Yeah, the first time we're introduced to them is at the beginning of the movie, and they show up trying to sell ice cream, and then we find out that it's not really because they're trying to sell ice cream. They're trying to hook up with the two girls that they picked up earlier in the night. Trying to get bitches. That they had bribed with free ice Ice cream. cream, Yeah, And then the girls are like, "Uh, no, we're not putting out. You can take us to fuck (laughs) home. We're here for the ice cream? And (laughs) It was really weird how that line was, because they're like, why are you parking? We didn't say anything about parking. We're just here for ice cream. Bitch, it's a function of the car. <laughs> okay, so parking. Did you do you not know what that is? So parking is exactly what everybody else was doing. It's going out and parking in a secluded place and like having sex or whatever. Yeah, they were parked at makeout that's point parking. or whatever. Oh, that's parking. It's stupid, right? Yeah, that is. It's just like dumb. slang. Yeah, it's like going steady, except they're doing the nasty. Yeah, they're at the top of the world. Yeah. All right, most of these people are college students, right? Supposedly. Go to a fucking motel. <laughs> they're broke college students. Although Mooney does say that they're rich kids, so I don't I don't know. It's more romantic but, out under the stars. No, Whatever. it's not. There are bugs out there. <laughs> Trust me, this is from personal experience. It is yeah. not fun. Guys will try a, to fuck you in a blow-up boat. <laughs> it's a different world out there, okay? $5 could buy you a lot back then. That's true. <laughs> I could get a lot of hubba bubba bubba gum. Also, Mike and Debbie knew what they were getting into. She had a whole wine glass. She wasn't like drinking out of a bottle or anything. Well, even later, uh, the cop asked her, she's like, y'all were at the top of the world? And she looks at him and she's like, fucking duh. Mm -hmm. Uh, My favorite scene. Is that a small town thing? There was a place like that in Euless when I was in high school, except the cops figured it out and were up there on a regular. So, But that's Euless. We have one down by where I live. Like, There's a little park parking lot, but it's a secondary parking lot. Park right up there. 
I know what I've you're done. talking about. <laughs> it's a nice little, but you got to get there early because like people will get there and there's only room for like two or three different mm-hmm. cars. So yep. like if you pull up, you're like, fuck, I got to find a different I know weird place to park. We, me and Master have been there. Yeah. It's nice. Not because we were doing that, because we actually <laughs> frequent that park. It's yeah, a really nice yeah. walk. I really like the sidewalks and stuff. <laughs> but at 2 a.m., I do not I do not go into the park. <laughs> no, 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 no. When you're uh, an adult, you don't need to go to a park. Though <laughs> right? so you can. It's fun. Um, <laughs> uh, one of the... Another great scene in this movie is the uh, hand puppet scene. Well, give a breath. Oh, you, you okay? Oh, yeah, shadow. not the actual puppet show. The, no, the, the hand, hand puppet, the shadow yeah, puppets. The shadow puppets. Uh, where he's doing it on the doing the shadow puppets on the wall, and the old lady is just charmed. She's yeah. like, oh, 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 look! Everybody's so happy. They're like, yeah. oh my except God. that one dude. He was like, boo. You yeah, suck. The first Sounds thing. like me. And nobody nobody <laughs> like noticed the fact that he only had four fingers and was just kind of wiggling them around to make these like he was doing ninjutsu. amazing he was, Yeah, it was like Naruto. He was doing yeah. ninjutsu. <laughs> he did he did what, a bunny rabbit, an elephant. Jessica Rabbit. Jessica Rabbit. Which that's is also true. a rabbit. And then a T Rex. And, and then, then a T Rex that then, ate oh, the Washington. The oh yeah, Washington. The Delaware. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> That's when the old man saluted it. <laughs> because the aliens know who George Washington is. Because they've been coming to the planet for like ever. This Mike is even says that. Fifty-five. Yeah, the ancient, ancient aliens. A- ancient astronaut. A- yeah, we got ancient astronaut theory <laughs> in this fucking movie out of fucking nowhere. We're, like we were watching fucking the fucking show. Aliens from what, Ice was Cream. That on Bros. Fucking History Channel or whatever. Yeah. Aliens. Aliens. Yeah, so I love the I love the shadow puppets. I love I actually love all of the individual clown scenes. Like the humans in this is just filler. Oh. It's it you know, when they're when they do the popcorn gun and they show all of that chase scene and then the like I said, the hand puppets and uh Mooney. All of the the kill scenes and, and like the clown scenes are amazing. I feel like the Chiotas were just trying to one up the scene they had filmed prior to the scene they were filming. So there is I... one scene in this entire movie that actually was creepy for me. What? The big top bur- big top burger scene. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, where he's trying that to lure the little mess. girl. That was the creepiest scene in this whole movie. Yeah, yeah. that was bad. And there wasn't like much going on in the scene. I was like, Jesus. I no. had forgotten that scene was even in the movie. And I'm sitting there like, what's about to happen? And then the mom catches the, the little girl right at the last second. And I was like, phew. Like, yeah. wiped my own brow. And I'd seen this movie, I don't know how many times, but I'd forgotten that scene was in this movie. It's bad. It's very He's uncomfortable just, and unsettling. And Just like, calling the little kid out with a mallet behind his back, just mm-hmm. waiting. Part, and of, the me, mom, part like, of me grabs- was like, do it. Because then, then we cross that line and we can go wherever the fuck we want with this movie. You, you can't kill kids in movies. So the mom grabs the kid but doesn't notice the clown standing there. She's just like, get back here and finish your burger. You know? Which the kid was done with the burger. Yeah, the burger was gone. She yeah. still had fries. <laughs> who eats their fries? Everybody? Children who don't Me. fucking eat anything at breakfast. Not from Big Top Burgers, you know. <laughs> <laughs> their fries suck. That place was kind of frightening. <laughs> the entire burger joint was a little too clowny. It had gumdrops just I think part of, around. I think what part the? of the reason that that scene was so unsettling with the little girl is because everything else is dark. 
And that scene was very brightly lit. And, you and know, vibrant. And, and, yeah. And then he? you've got the, the clown who is standing in the dark, luring the little kid out. It's very creepy and unsettling. Nobody else seems to be noticing him or actively paying attention to mm-hmm. like what he's doing. That one was a little too real. <laughs> <laughs> we don't get a murder, a kid murder, though. We, we no, just we don't. Well, I mean, over. I, I mean, saw some small cocoons. Yeah, I was so. going to say, there undoubtedly are, but we don't see them. <laughs> yeah. Could have been little people. <clears throat> I don't know. The uh, clown parade was great. Also, I love the the yeah. vacuum thing that they their little scooper. Yeah, they had a loading zone. Oh, that was so cool. They were using the loading zone. Yep, okay. they were using the loading zone. Uh, but they were collecting everybody in town. They were they were cleaning house. Yep, there and, was a lot of deaths in this movie. Yeah, you never confirm or see them get rescued. There's a moment. If There's anything, a they all. Died at the end. Like mm-hmm. nobody got rescued. Right. If they weren't dead already in those like cotton candy things, like there were people in balloons. Right. And they were, were alive. I have to say that they are all dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The ship explodes. Dave recognizes <laughs> knees as they're escaping with Deb later in the movie, and they're like, "Oh no, there's all of these people that are alive in these balloons." And Mike's like, "We literally don't have fucking time. Get like fucking get an elevator." Yeah, we don't. There's no chance. Which and- I have to say is fresh. For movies of this style, where they're like, "Oh, people need we need to go back for Diane. We need to go back for Diane. Okay, we'll go back for Diane. Diane. No, fuck Diane. Get the fuck out of there. Yeah, save ourselves. I I understand why people yell in the movie theater now. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I did notice something weird though with the balloons. It's weird that they're capturing live specimens. It was only females in the balloons. Yes, exactly. It was only females. So, what were the clowns going to do? I think I we can guess. Yeah. Maybe they just like some of them more fresh and lively. In the words of everyone here at least three times during the movie, I've seen enough pornos to know where this is going. Right. <laughs> I mean, the cream pie gangbang at the end on the fucking security guard oh, was fucking yeah. perfect. Oh, that God. was... Uh, I forgot Foods. that that's what happened. So when like he melted, I was very confused. I was like, but... What didn't... are you going to do with those pies? Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do with those pies, boys? It was very erotic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Again, very uncomfortable. <laughs> was a little too into the fact that there were that many clowns after a second. Sad man with a sandwich. So um, there wasn't very much after that whole like debacle there. So we have uh, the two guys in the ice cream truck that crash into the tent here in a minute. Well, we haven't talked about JJ, my favorite clown kill yet. Oh, that is true. We have been... Shorty and the biker yeah, Shorty gang. and the bikers. Mm-hmm. Shorty and the bikers. Oh, you're going to knock your block that. off. So, um, yeah, we, we see Shorty ride up on this biker gang on his little colorful-ass tricycle. And he is adorable. Absolutely adorable. <laughs> it's just a complete package. And, of course, the bikers have to be asshole bikers. They can't be nice guys. I think JJ made a comment that one of them looked like meatloaf. Yeah, the one <laughs> one of them that came out, I was like, holy shit, is that meatloaf? Yeah. <laughs> real flesh. Like, watch this. <laughs> so the, uh, yeah, meatloaf biker guy, he starts talking shit to Shorty, destroys his tricycle, which makes Shorty cry, and then um, Shorty jumps off, off screen for a jumps. second. And then comes back with boxing gloves. He was like fucking Rey Mysterio, jumped out of the fucking... Who's that jumping out the sky? And then he just fucking landed. And he had boxing boxing gloves gloves on. Was like, let's go. It was nearly in Square up, motherfucker. He was like... And the biker was like, what are you going to do? Knock my block off? Which 
Shorty sure as hell did. Yeah, yep. goodbye. And then all the bikers were like, "All right, fuck this, so we're out." Rock them, sock them. Not even time. the bikers have guns. Nope. No, no, not. they didn't even really did have knives or anything because they didn't. They were just like, "I'm out." I did love how some of the bikers had issues starting their bikes, and you see them just you know trying to get it going. They're like, "Fuck it, run!" <laughs> like, fuck the bike. Yep. <laughs> Somewhere in the middle of all of this, Debbie does get officially kidnapped. She's one of the few women that they don't turn into cotton candy, but instead put inside of a balloon. Yep, and then she's in a, bu- off, in a balloon. Yep, giving excuse all of the male characters need to go find the aliens. Where else would they be? At the, the amusement, amusement park. park. Uh huh. When they find her balloon, I, I felt like there was a bunch of logical directions that he should have aimed his gun to pop that balloon. But he pointed it right, right at, at her. Fucking no, so Mike. <laughs> he pointed it at Mike. Well, he was trying to solve. The he was issue. like, "Get out of the way!" Bang. <laughs> <laughs> like I thought he was going to shoot the top, or like maybe like or like, like towards the her. wall. Yeah. No, he pointed it to, like where JJ is to me. He just was like, <laughs> "It's popped." Fear. I would have fear around Dave. Cavalry doesn't arrive until the last thirty seconds of the movie. Yeah, they, yeah. once shit's already wrapped up. Yeah, yeah they, they've solved all the problems, and here comes state police. Although, oh, you, right before that, they... Yeah, we can't we just can't, gloss over this fucking yeah, epic. I was going to bring it up a second ago, and we, we went back for that, but, like, the two, the two brothers show up, <laughs> and they crash through the wall, and they distract all the clowns by going, I am Jojo the Great, or whatever, Jojo... What did, jo- the Great and matter. Powerful Jojo. Great and Powerful like Jojo. That. And all the clowns are like, oh, oh, shit, it is JoJo. We know JoJo. JoJo's actually a clown here. Yes, JoJo Holy is. shit, it's no. JoJo. That is JoJo. Is that our leader? So Which, our protagonists climb down and go get in the car, and then the clowns are like, no, and look up towards the sky, and then the real JoJo drops down, and it's a gigantic clown. He's fantastic. I think he's referred to as Clownzilla. Yep, Clownzilla. Yeah, JoJo, JoJo the, the Clownzilla. Clownzilla. Oh, quick note. All this happens right after the twins hook up with two oh, with, clown with aliens. Clowns. Oh, yeah. It's easy to I just got to point that over. out. They're, I'm fairly they sure fuck they those fuck clowns. those clowns. They do fuck those clowns. Well, I'm pretty sure those clowns fuck them. They bet their dicks in death by balloons. Snooze. Yeah, there was some, there was some uh, balloon snooze animal snooze. action going on. <laughs> they, they tried to get head and the nose popped. Oh. <laughs> Which did anyone else notice that the clowns, when they die, they either just explode into confetti like sparkles, or they do that little yeah, they turn into a crystal and spin away. Yeah, (laughs) there was once at the end, the fucking spaceship's lifting off and it's about to explode, and JJ's like, "I am Moses," (laughs) because of South Park. South Park is ruining me. I loved all the creepy clown laughs in this, too. They did a good Absolutely. job. Those are very, very, you know, scary and creepy sounds. Mm-hmm. This is a fantastic movie. I'm glad that we're finally watching it. Yeah. Um, and I really hope that we have a bunch of movies like this coming up. I know a lot of our movies are random, but yeah, I feel like this stuff. This movie, JJ. Yeah, this is uh, JJ's You're very pick. welcome. Thank you. Happy um, birthday. Uh-huh. Whenever the fuck that was. <laughs> You weren't supposed to say it. You weren't supposed to oh, say it. Oh, I'm so sorry. You fucked it up. I'm not. Happy good, birthday, good JJ. Can job. you cut me out? Good job. I'm so bad. No, we're leaving this no, all we're in. leaving this no. in. All right, now go on your fucking date. Hey. <laughs> Hey 
Thanks for listening to another episode of Cynical Schlock. Check out new episodes every Sunday and follow us at Follow the Squatch on both Facebook and Instagram. Want to chat with each of us and give us ideas for what to watch? Join us on the Cynical Schlock HQ Discord. See you next time.